Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ, our financial literacy. And um, this time of the year, pretty much everybody is focused on the holidays. And the thing that separates December, November and really December for me is, yeah, I love the holidays, the joy, the fun, the family, and all of that. But for me, it has always been a warning. And the warning is pretty harsh. Another year is gone. Another year is gone. Another year of your life, gone. Another year of your earning ability, gone. Another year of opportunities to invest gone and what I notice is that people in November in December become very conscious of their financial position and the reason they do is because they're preparing to spend thousands of dollars and massive amounts of time on these holidays parties, family get-togethers, gifts. And they're saying to themselves, man, this actually kind of (laughs) sucks. Sorry, my phone went off. And then they, they just barrel through it. They put everything on hold but the holidays. They say, yeah, I'm not in the financial position I want to be in. I can't buy the gifts that I want to buy. I can't take, can't take my family on the trips I want to take them on for the holidays. But I'll, I'll work on that in January. And they just get consumed with these holidays. And it really starts with Halloween. They hit Halloween then they put everything off till Thanksgiving and then they say well Christmas is coming up or whatever your holiday is I got to put everything off take care of that see for me it was a warning for me it was man you better freaking do something because this sucks I want to be in a different financial position one year from now. And I did some of my best workshops, classes, boot camps during November and December when everybody else was just racing around, you know, spending money, going into credit card debt to impress the neighbors, to impress relatives, to impress friends. To me, again, it was a warning. December is a doggone warning. Another year 
is gone. You're a year older. Less time. And what I want you to ask is this, please. Are you in a better financial position this December than you were last December? Are you? You've had 12 months, 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week you've been working, 60, some of you 70 hours a week. Are you in a better financial position this December than you were last December? And statistics show that the answer for most people is no. And be cautious. If you say, I'm in the same financial position I was in last year, you're actually in a worse financial position because a year is gone. A year of earning ability, investing ability, it's gone. So you're actually, even if you in the same financial position, you're actually in a worse position. And I think if you really analyzed the average American, the vast majority of them are in a worse financial position this December than they were last December, and it's about to get worse because they're going to go into debt to buy Christmas gifts that they can't afford to give to people who are going to forget about them in two to six weeks. It's really a very unwise decision to postpone till January or February what you should be doing in November, December, which is attending seminars making sure that next November and December you're in a better financial position than you are this November and December. I mean, I believe I took Tony Robbins in November. I took uh, Stephen Covey's work. That was a December event, I'm pretty sure. Carlton Sheets was maybe October, but it was towards the end of the year because I remember when I took Carlton Sheets, it was right after my pay cut, I didn't care what month it was, I was going to change my financial position, so I took his workshop, but it was the last quarter of the year, I'm sure. So like I've said, some of the best education that I ever got, financial education, was during the final quarter, because to me, December is that warning, it motivates me to attend workshops, to read more, to listen to more books. And I'll, I'll be honest with you too, I never missed any Christmas events. I never skipped a Christmas event to do it. But I got it done. Because what, what people don't realize is that January and February are incredible times to purchase real estate. And the reason is, primarily tax-related, people put property on the market in January and February One minute. to save taxes, to get out of a distressed property. And what people in November, December do is they go, oh, no, I'll, 
I'll learn how to do that in January. Well, January's over by the time you figure it out. And then there's this deceptive thing that January's going to be less busy than December and November. It's going to be just as busy. It'll just be different things. Kids going back to school. Sports. It's not going to be less stuff to do. Then, of course, in in February, we got Valentine's Day. You got New Year's Day. That consumes two or three days. All right, we got to go to break. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the things you can do in December to make sure that next December you're in a better financial position. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about kind of figuring out a way not to completely waste December. Not that the holidays are a waste or time with family is a waste. What I'm talking about is pushing off your goals as if for some reason January and February are going to be less busy and it'll be easier to do them. No, it's going to be more difficult in January and February because it's the new year. You're going to have all kinds of things come up just like they come up every month. You know, there's practically a major holiday every month of the year. So it's really a cop-out not to keep moving towards your goals during November and December. So one of the things that I used were audiobooks. And during the months of November and December, I, I'm quite sure that I listened to probably twice as many books or many hours of audio as I did other months because it always shocked me that the year was year was over and it bugged me that, you know, it was gone. And I was like, because they go so stinking fast. And the older you get, the faster they go. It's just, I hated November and December. Love the holidays. Hated November and December because it was that warning. Bro, another year has gone. So audiobooks are a fantastic way on your commute to and from work, on your commute to these events, Christmas events. Pump that stuff into your head so that you're ready for January 1st when these deals start popping up. The next major thing that I always do, and and I, I usually end up doing it in December, but sometimes in November, is get my goals written down. Now, I've had my goals written down for, let's see, I'm 58. I started writing them down when I was about 22 um, so what is that, 38 years? 
that right? 38, 36 years. I've been writing goals down. Now, I wrote them down even at age 16. But when I really got serious was about age 22. And the reason that I had them written down at age 16 was because my mentor, Colonel A.I. Thomas, U.S. Marine Corps retired, had given me a copy of Zig Ziglar's Goals. This is available both as a book or as an audio. I highly recommend both. If you read it and then listen to it, for me, I got double. In other words, I read the book, I felt I learned a certain number of things. Then I listened to the audio, and it seemed to double the amount of information that I retained. And part of listening to Zig Ziglar is, not only is he an incredible speaker, he gets excited on certain points that to me were just, when I read them, I just kind of breezed over them. Like, yeah, that's important. But when he talked about it, he got fired up. And it made me listen to parts of the book that I didn't realize were that important. So I think the book, I'm, I'm at Amazon.com. The book is, let me see how much. Um, it's 12 bucks. 12 bucks. You can get a hardcover for 26 bucks, for 25 bucks. And then you can get the audio book. I think it's usually about 15 bucks. But I would get that and get prepared to write down your goals. I'll explain why writing down your goals is so important here in a few minutes. But that's another thing that you can do is get your goals written down for the coming year. Now, I'm going to actually be teaching a class on goal setting that's free to anyone, anyone. And you can watch it live if you're in the Houston area at our offices in Houston. Or you can watch it online from your home. It's going to be Tuesday the 12th from 6.30 to about 8 at the latest. It, it, it literally takes me an hour to go through the material. But there's generally a lot of questions, so that can spread it out to an hour and a half. So it's 6.30 to about 8, free to anyone, member, non-member, guest, anybody. Um, just go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting. TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting and get those goals written down. So let's discuss a few points about why you should commit your goals to writing. I'm borrowing a lot of this material from a guy named Michael Hyatt. Now, I've read list after list after list. They're all very, very similar. I'll admit that. But this guy, Michael Hyatt, summarizes it in a very short, I mean, it's a four-minute read, only 840 words. But he summarizes it in a way that it gelled for me the most easily. And you can find them at fullfocus.co, fullfocus.co. Just look up Michael Hyatt. 
And the name of the article is Five Reasons Why You Should Commit Your Goals to Writing. What he talks about is that around the first of every year, you'll hear a lot of people talk about New Year's resolutions. TV, radio, podcasts, blogs, they're all talking about the topic. But then around the summer, the subject comes back up again as people realize that the year is half gone. <coughs> Only often they realize their resolutions have been forgotten. See, the truth is, New Year's resolutions don't work. 25% of people abandon their New Year's resolutions after one week. 60%, 60% abandon them during the first six months. And, you ready for this? The average person makes the same New Year's resolution 10 times without success. 10 times. So 10 years pass. Only 5% of those who lose weight on a diet keep it off. 95% regain it. A significant percentage gain back more than they originally lost. Even after a heart attack, only 14% of patients make any lasting changes around eating or exercise. Excuse me one second. Sorry about that. While New Year's he goes on to say, while New Year's resolutions don't work, written goals do. Surprised? The research is conclusive. Dr. Gail Matthews, a psychology professor at Dominion University in California, did a study on goal setting with 267 participants. She found that you're 42% more likely to achieve your goal just by writing them down. I want you to think about this little analogy that helps me. Every time I go to the grocery store, I forget something. Every single time. If it's not written down. And the funny thing is, I have taken a written list in there and left without one or two things. So it's not foolproof. But when I write down my goals for the grocery store, I, I hit those goals. If I don't write them down, without fail, I get home and realize I forgot something. And the reason this occurs is because our brain is constantly being distracted. Constantly. There are flat tires. There are problems with the children at school. You hear something political on the radio that you don't like and your brain starts going nuts. You, somebody cuts you off in traffic. You get in a fight with your spouse. If your goals aren't written down, can you see why you forget many of them and they get put on the back burner? Simply by writing them down, it makes you more effective at achieving them. 42%, this is the lowest statistic I've ever seen. I've heard as high as 100% more effective, doubling your chances of achieving your goals. But 42% is still substantial. He goes on to list a few of the goals that he set for himself that he achieved, but he says very clearly 
He had these goals for years, but until he wrote them down, he never achieved them. Pretty, pretty good sales pitch right there. See, most people don't bother to write down their goals. Instead, they drift through life aimlessly, wondering why their life lacks purpose and significance. I'm not, he's not saying that committing to your goals is the end game. It's not, but it is the beginning. And I believe the reason he's saying this is because the very first set of goals you write down, you're going to change over time. Some things you'll realize really weren't your goal. They were just quick fixes, um, instantaneous gratification things. And over time, if you keep revisiting your goals and modifying them, you get closer and closer and closer to what you, what you really want. But you've got to start somewhere, even if it's not perfect. Okay, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about things you can do in December to not cop out, to not waste the month, you know, with the theory that January is going to be less busy or February is going to be less busy. I'm warning you, you're going to, you're going to see it. January is just as busy. February is just as busy. March, every month is busy. And we've all, all got excuses for why we're not taking action. So hiding behind the holidays as a really reason not to take action is really a cop-out you want to be careful of because it becomes a habit. Then in January, you're going, well, it's a new year. Kids are going back to school. Then in February, it'll be, it's uh, Valentine's Day. It's this, it's that. I, I literally had a friend. He was a student, and I consider him a friend to this day. When school went in, he would say, man, we're just so busy with sports and band and everything. Soon as school gets out, we're going to really hit this real estate investing hard. Now, you're not going to believe this, but this is exactly what happened. When summer came, I ran into him, and he says, man, it's just so tough with the kids out of school, yet we're we're you know we're doing everything we can to keep them entertained and out of trouble man as soon as they're back in school i'll have some free time to hit this real estate hard but what do you think he said as soon as school was back in see everybody's got the same 24 hours a day everybody's got the same everybody thinks they're the only person on earth with a job and a kid and kids everybody they literally think they're the only person on earth with a job and a kids We've all got jobs and kids. Just some people prioritize differently. And they make sure that building wealth is part 
of is one of their priorities because that's not a selfish thing. You're doing that for your family. You're doing that to make sure next Christmas is better than this Christmas, that you're able to travel, you're able to spend more time with your kids and your wife. Building wealth is not a selfish thing. It's the exact opposite. Building wealth is serving your family. Now, if you're just getting the money to go buy toys for yourself or whatever, okay, maybe that's greedy. But it's not greedy if you're doing it for the right reasons. So let's get back to goal setting. I was talking about how your goals change over time. People have a tendency the first time that they write down their goals to set very low goals. And what they do is they go, well... I really want to have five million bucks, but ooh, I don't see that. I don't know if I can do that. So they write down one million. And as soon as they write down one million, guess what they have to do? Switch it to five million. But that's okay. At least you wrote the first goal down. I think it's an American Indian proverb or comment where they say if you shoot for the stars, you, if you miss, you hit the moon. If you shoot for the mountain, you miss, you hit a buffalo turd. You've got to raise your expectations and put really high goals. Because you're, ooh, bear with me. You're probably not going to achieve your goals. That's why you want to set them high so you miss and you're still killing it. The way Gary Vaynerchuk puts it is if you set high goals and your actions map to it, you're going to get somewhere pretty close to it. Maybe not exactly the goal you had, but you're going to get pretty close to it. But if you set your goals low, and you miss, you may be in a bad position. So make sure that you're courageous when you write down your goals. Make them almost something you feel is unattainable with your current level of education and understanding. Because the way, golly, this is Napoleon Hill, he says, um, Don't, you know, don't worry about writing lofty goals. Even if you don't have the tools to reach that, the education, the experience, use the education and experience that you have and better education, better experience, better tools will come as you move forward. But the important thing that Napoleon Hill said is you've got to start so many people wait for the planets to align. They're, I'm going to do this as soon as so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so is complete. Uh-uh. You do it now. I'm telling you right now, the planets will never align until you start. I notice this in every goal I've ever set. As soon as I started striving for a specific goal amazingly everything fell into place the planets aligned they're not going to align if you're sitting there on your duff 
It doesn't work that way. Planets align for people who are taking action. So, well, let before I, I don't want to run out of time here. I want to get you these five points. Again, this is Michael Hyatt, who I just love his work. You can find him at fullfocus.co, fullfocus.co, Michael Hyatt, H-Y-A-T-T, five reasons you should commit your goals to writing. Here's the first one, because it will force you to clarify what you want. Imagine setting out on a trip with no particular destination in mind. How do you pack? What roads do you take? How do you know when you've arrived? See, instead, you start by picking a destination. The same is true with the milestones of your life. Writing down your goals forces you to select something specific and decide what you want. And it's hard for people to admit what they want. They actually feel guilty about stating what they want. I've got to remind you, it's okay to be happy. It's okay to get out of life what you want as long as you're helping and serving other people in the process. Number two, writing down your goals will motivate you to take action. While writing down your goals is only the beginning, articulating your intention is important, but it's not enough. You must execute on your goals. You have to take action. Everybody that I know has found what Michael found. That writing down his goals and reviewing them regularly provoked him to take the next most important action. If you don't have your goals written down, not only will they be forgotten and lost in the minutia of the day, you're not going to take action on them if they get pushed to the back of your mind. Number three. It will provide a filter for other opportunities. The more successful you become, the more you will be deluged with opportunities. In fact, these new opportunities can quickly become distractions that pull you off course. The only antidote I know of is to maintain a list of written goals by which to evaluate these new opportunities. Zig Ziglar phrased it this way. Every time a new opportunity comes up, an event, a travel opportunity, whatever it is that's going to consume your time, you simply ask, will this event take me closer to or further away from my written goals? So if you don't have written goals, you're not going to know. And you're going to do all this silly stuff that I call activity versus productivity and no, I didn't come up with that. Forgive me, I don't know who did. Probably Zig Ziglar or uh, Jim Rome. But so many people confuse activity with productivity. I know men and women, I see them at every real estate networking event there is. They're at every one of them. And I go, well, how much real estate do you own? Well, I haven't bought anything yet. They're confusing activity with productivity. Stop wasting your time and start doing what matters. Get it written down, then take the action steps that will take you to that goal. S- number four, 
It will help you overcome resistance. Every meaningful intention, dream, or goal encounters resistance, the naysayers. From the moment you set a goal, you'll start to feel it. People telling you you can't do it, it's not possible. Listen, this is brutal. But you need to be aware that your friends don't like it when you're successful. Your relatives hate it. They hate it. Because what's it make them look like? One minute. Bad. They don't want to see you excel because it puts pressure on them. Zig Ziglar put it this way. Share your give up goals. If you're going to give up smoking, drugs, alcohol, abuse of alcohol. Tell everybody. Then you look like a fool if you don't do it. But your get up goals, such as I'm going to start ascending seminars. I'm going to start building wealth for myself and my family with real estate. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. They're going to naysay it. They're going to tell you it doesn't work. They're going to tell you you can't do it. And they'll come up with millions of reasons why you can't. Ignore them. All right. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about five reasons you want to get your goals written down. I'm going to throw in a sixth one that's not in this article, but let's go with number five from this article. Again, it's uh, fullfocus.co is where I read quite a bit, fullfocus.co, and the author's name is Michael Hyatt. Five reasons you should commit your goals to writing. His fifth reason, it it enables you to see and celebrate your progress. Life is hard. It's particularly difficult when you aren't seeing progress. You feel like you're working yourself to death, going nowhere. But goals are like mile markers on a highway. They enable you to see how far you have come and how far you need to go. They also provide an opportunity for celebration when you attain them. So there's his five reasons. Here's the sixth one I want to add. A lot of people don't realize this. When your goals are just in your head, you haven't written them down, what happens is the right side of your brain, the creative side of your brain, is the only part of your brain working on your goals. So you're really using about half of your brain to achieve the goal. When you write your goals down, this activates the left or logical side 
of your brain, literally doubling the brain power working on your goals. So for me, even at age 16, when I just had, you know, 16-year-old goals, I was achieving stuff because I had both sides of my brain activated. And this got me, you know, an appointment to West Point. It got me a Navy ROTC scholarship to Texas A&M with a Marine Corps option um, because I had those written goals. And I watched my peers without written goals who thought it was silly that, that I had them and their achievements were not, you know, they achieved different things. I don't want to put anybody down, but they didn't achieve to the level that me and three or four other guys and girls did. And we were considered weird because we sat down and wrote down our goals and had little meetings um, with Colonel Thomas on our goals. So it, it definitely changes your life to write down your goals. The way that Schwarzenegger brings it up is most people's lives are just a ship without a rudder. They just start sailing and wherever the wind pushes them, you know, um, company offers you an extra 20 grand a year to move to Michigan. And you do it. But that wasn't your goal. Your goal was to stay near your family. But you, because you didn't have written down goals, you just went, ooh, 20 grand, boom. Instead of going, no, my goal is to stay with my family. I got to figure out how to make an extra 20 grand here. No written goals is like going out in a ship and just letting the wind take you wherever it wants to take you. You're going to end up grounded somewhere and most definitely not where you wanted to be. Don't forget, 95% of Americans are failing to successfully retire by age 65. 26% are dead. That's what's happening. And when you face that fact and you look at where you are financially and where you're going to be in 10 years or 20 years if you keep doing what you're doing, it should be a wake-up call. And then let December be a wake-up call. So those of you that are interested, if you want to see my goal-setting workshop, which is similar to what we reviewed today, just in much more detail, uh, please go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal-setting, TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting and reserve a seat or watch it online just stay at home if you're in the Houston area of course if you can a live event you remember about 30% more from a live event than you do an online event so it's best to see it online see it live if you're in the greater Houston area but if you're not don't worry about it watch it online just pay extra attention because there's so many distractions at home. That's why it cuts out about 30% of what you hear as a rule. 
So go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting. Now, a couple of you have emailed me about books to read. Here's a different website to get the reading list for the members and mentors at Total Wealth Academy. This is the required reading list for the members and the consultants, the coaches. We've all read them. We've all studied them. Um, It's TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash books. TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash books. And again, I urge you, read it, then listen to it, or vice versa. But do both. It will increase your retention dramatically by reading it and then listening to it, or again, vice versa. But get something done this December. Don't cop out. You want to make sure that next December you're in a better financial position than you are this year because you got to be growing. There's an old phrase, you're either blooming or dying, and it's extremely true. You're either growing or you're dying. Make sure that you're growing constantly. And attending my workshop next Tuesday will help you do that, reading those books at TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash books will help you do that. Um, let me answer a couple of email questions in these last few minutes. Um, this one is from Brian. Brian is, he's been saving in IRAs and 401ks, but they go up and down so much that he doesn't even like to look at his balance. This is, Brian, this is a common, way more common than you would think. A lot of people don't even look at their balances. They're scared to. It's uncomfortable to see it going up and down. The one one of many nice things about real estate investing is we make money in both the up and down markets. It's not that real estate is not, well, it's less volatile than the stock market agreed, but it's still volatile. It goes up and down. But the power, Brian, is because you're making money four ways, cash flow, equity buildup, principal, which is principal pay down, appreciation, and equity capture, you may lose one of those, appreciation, because the market drops. But you're still getting your cash flow. If you go back to 2008, 9, all of my real estate dropped in value 20, 30%. Did I care? No. My cash flow remained the same. If it was 80 grand a month, the recession hit, it was still 80 grand a month. So if you got 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month, 100 grand a month, you're still getting that. But yeah, your property values have dropped, but you don't care. Because you've got cash flow, you don't have to sell in the down market. You wait for the market to recover. Because it's not if the stock market and the real estate are going to recover, it's when. But be aware, it's not if the stock market and the real estate prices are going to drop, it's when. See, they both go up and down. you got to live in reality, accept it. 
But you should, Brian, be in, have some of your portfolio in real estate. And yes, you can use your IRA and 401k to invest in real estate without tax or penalty. Um, No problem. And we can teach you how to do that. Uh, Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com TotalWealthAcademy.com and click on the free sample class, Brian, and we can explain how that works. You can watch that live in Houston or online if you're outside of Houston. Okay, this next question. Cynthia Cynthia has five rent houses paid in full. Wow. Uh, Cynthia, you could retire yourself in the next three years. But you got to get out of single family and into commercial. Go to go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, click on the free sample class, and we can explain that. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll be right back.